Welcome back, guys, to the AOT Chronicles and Attack on Titan podcast. I'm your host, Chaz. Hey, everyone. My name's Ronnie. And uh, boy, oh boy, do we got a good in here today. Week two. Week two, we got some good info on this one. Back at it again. We're going to yep. go through this. Before, go ahead and give us the episode title. Let's Okay. Um, season four, episode two, or episode 61, Midnight Train. Interesting. Right, because so we, we had a midnight sun. Yeah, you know, and now we're at the midnight the train. Uh, Chadley, before we get into this episode tonight, we have some business to take care of. We do. We need to discuss this. So I think we grossly underestimated how many new people would be finding the podcast at the start of season four. Turns out, when a show's actually airing, more people are interested. That was an oversight. By yeah, us. Um, pretty good observation by you. Uh, so due to that, I think we got a lot of people that kind of made their way into our little, uh, I don't even know what you call this, but... Our cult. We'll call well, it a cult. it can be called many things. A train wreck, some might say. Yeah. Uh, we're not as organized as a cult, so I think it's... A cunt fest, I think others whoa. would say. Well, speaking of that, so... I want to tell the new listeners a little bit about the podcast, give them a little background, because last time I think we were so excited that season four was back, we kind of just dove into it. And to do this, we actually received a great uh, Apple podcast review that I would like to kind of dissect, because I thought Let's that they it. brought up some great points that could help us make our points to the listeners. And just make our podcast better in general. For sure. So to begin with, uh, by the way, I'm not out here to, you know criticize anyone else this person shall remain nameless okay there's some sort of glitch in my apple podcast app that i can't actually see the full title of each review so like all, all i can see is and honestly i gotta say i think this person summed it up perfectly in this cutoff title if you're interested in two bro and that's all we got yeah that's all we could see i mean we could maybe i don't know if we could like log in and somehow see the rest of it i don't think so right um this is this right here great title first step of the podcast we're lazy we we had a whole week to log in somewhere and see if we could see the rest of this title we did not so i don't know if she was saying if you're interested in two bros who really dissect the episodes really know what they're talking about beautiful words but we don't Uh, know yeah so let's move on so as far as stars go it could be better, but I will say it could be worse. Thank you to this person. Two. Two stars. Wow. Thank, okay. Thank you. I wholeheartedly love that you gave us two stars and not one. I so, really appreciate that. We sucked, but we could have been stars. We, we could have been worse. Stars. Yeah, we could have been worse. So I appreciate that. So let's go ahead and break this down. I was looking for a good podcast to listen to side by side of watching the final season. Okay. So sorry that you found ours. Yeah. Uh. You messed up clicking on ours. There's a lot of podcasts out there, and the fact that you stumbled upon ours, we'd just like to start off by saying, sorry. Within first ten minutes, I was disappointed. (laughs) Okay. That's a record. Yeah. Well, honestly, record is in, I can't believe she made it that long. She listened ten minutes. You know, that's all we can ask for from our listeners. Yeah. Because we, if you go back through our other episodes, we can certainly get slogged down at the beginning of a, a podcast. Some might say... Like this one. You know, normally people, they listen to about 30 seconds of it. They get tired of it. They don't even leave a review. I respect the fact that she did this. I do too. Uh, These guys obviously aren't going over this information prior to recording. Well, what do you say about that? Well, 
I mean, she's not exactly wrong. Um, we do have a quick turnaround, and some people yeah. might not like that. We don't, you know, we're not diving in on Reddit and stuff like that. We watched the episode twice. We didn't really want to talk about it because we wanted our reactions to be genuine. We wanted it to be fresh. Yeah, and I'm not really looking at 2chan or any, you know. Whoa, all right. I don't think that's the wrong website, but okay. Uh, They are not familiar with the manga, and if they are, it's very unfortunate that they give no indication of that based on them guessing what's going on. Well, you're right. Yeah, you're totally right. You hit the nail on the head. So this is actually a very good point. For the new listeners, we have not read the mangas. We are not. No, we're anime onlys. Now get this, we completely respect the mangas, we know that that is the true form of the story, Yeah. we welcome any manga readers, and honestly... Don't spoil us, but we love feedback from manga readers. Don't be a jerk, don't spoil us, we'd love to hear feedback, if we get something wrong that you picked up on, please let us know, we'll be happy to correct it, we already have some fellow manga, well not fellow because we haven't read the mangas, we have some very nice manga readers who are handing our hand or holding our hands through this journey. Um, Trust me, we need it. We like to think of this podcast as if you're a manga reader, we're some of your friends who you're so excited to show this to. We've never seen it before, and you're sitting there and you're just watching our reactions to see what we're going to think about it. I think yeah. that's always fun. I've done that with plenty of friends. And if you're an anime only watcher, then you're just along for the ride. We're right there with you. Exactly. So, oh, okay. Yeah, this is where things kind of start going downhill here. It was very uncomfortable hearing them call one of the new characters a cunt. Who can you want to, you want to, I think that. Okay. Yeah. I feel I, like that's I've you. I wanted to talk about this. Yes. I, you know, I, I love this feedback. This person, I full heartedly appreciate it. Right. And I totally agree. I will not be saying the word cunt anymore. Um, so you're just done. I'm so done. That was such a cunt move on my part. I well, wholeheartedly agree. Ronnie. Well, here, let me give the new listeners kind of a bit of a history on the word cunt on our podcast. You used to say cunt a ton. And I did. you saw the error in your ways, and so you stopped um, for a while. That is saying the word cunt, in case you forgot what we were talking about. Yeah. And then... We received some feedback, actually, from one of our dear listeners, Catherine, who said she wanted the cunt talk back. And that was the first time after that email was season four, episode one. And so you brought you brought the cunt back. Perhaps, you know, maybe okay. don't don't yeah. say it to a, uh, you know, 11 year old girl, 12 year old girl. I think she's a little older than 11, maybe 12 or 13. But but, um, but I, yeah, I, I listen. you know what? I agree with that. I think I was a little tough on Gabby. I want to defend you, though, a bit here, okay? If you're one of these people, all right, that can watch this show. Now, this show, although it is animated, we've seen uh, little children running in the battlefield of war with machine guns being shot at them. Uh, playing with explosives, throwing dynamite, throwing grenades. Uh, the first episode, we saw a giant boulder crushed on yep. top of a child. We've um, seen um, men put swords in other men's mouths. Yep. We've seen people's heads being uh, bitten off. Mike be ripped in half. We've seen um, Aaron swimming in a vat of stomach guts with yep. loose body parts hanging and people... With a child uh, crying, crying for her mom. Yeah, so 
if you're one of those people that's going to clutch their pearls at the use of the word cunt, maybe we're not the podcast for you. Yeah, and I, I no. see where you're coming from. You're, uh, Hopefully your kind will see this uh, review and not click on our podcast. I'm saying that your reaction... I'm not saying that it's not warranted, but let's be honest, you're being a little bit of a cunt. A little bit, and I do agree, though, we will not say the C-U-N-T cunt word anymore on this podcast. Right. Uh, So she goes on, she can stand crude jokes, but this one had no bearing on the character. Yeah, because Gabby, Gabby was totally not acting like one. She yeah. wasn't a full stuck up, you know. Yeah, she definitely wasn't situation. acting like she was better than anyone. Yeah, she, uh, yeah, she did not say anything along the lines of, "Listen, I know you have eight hundred other soldiers, but if you want to let them all die so you can keep me, I completely understand." Because if she had done something like that, someone could maybe call her a cut. Right. Yes. Uh, it was like one of the speakers was being crass for jokes, and from that point, it got worse. It got worse. Okay, so maybe she did listen to more than 10 minutes. So yeah, that would seem to... Well, she didn't say that she stopped listening in 10 minutes, she was just disappointed within 10 minutes. So maybe she hate listens, so, you know, kind of get your fucking act together. I I like that, though, when you hate listen, you moron. Definitely um, not a cunt move. To we're almost listen. done for all those new listeners that are clicking off. We're so sorry that we've spent the first 10 minutes <laughs> not talking about the episode. We just really wanted you guys to get a good feel for what we do around here. Uh, she said, you guys need to immerse yourself in the information you are... Chad, not that kind of immerse. Please pull your pants back up. Please. Yeah. They're back. Just Sorry. I. Yeah. Different kind of immerse. If I had a manga We're immersing here. ourselves in the information. Oh, trust me. I will, from now Although on, I will be swimming through this dialogue. Yeah, sometimes we do like to strap it on, though. And you need to immerse yourself in the information you're speaking about, or just record this for your own enjoyment. So, just for uh, all those ad reads you do, we do later. Yeah, that we probably shouldn't do those because we should probably be recording it for our own for enjoyment. Our own enjoyment, yeah. Because yeah, we're not doing this for our enjoyment, right? Right. We're making a ton of money. Um, we definitely... All the donations, I mean, it's unbelievable. Yes. Are we coming off as unlikable? I would say not. I would say probably so, and we probably, uh, missed out on a couple more listeners. I think people are saying that we're just a couple positive guys ready to immerse ourselves in this dialogue. Here's my final words. We're very aware of what we are. In no way do we claim to be experts on this show. We know that there are so many more people who are catching so many more things, who know the base material so much more. We're just doing this for fun. We want to build a nice community. We love the show. We're so excited for the final season. Yeah, I mean, that's we're doing this because we love the show. And our tagline has always been, we're just two assholes that bought microphones from Amazon. That's yep. where we started, and since then, you know, we've made a minor increase. We bought $800 microphones, and we're just all in because we're loving having fun doing this podcast yep. and making some new friends. I've only spent about $2,000 since we've started this thing. So Now, with that being said, Chad, I say we get this show on the road. Let's do it. I'll start us off. I'm going to full-heartedly swim, swan dive through this information. Immerse yourself, baby.
All right, so we're going to go into the council room. Actually, I want <laughs> I want to start with my general thoughts. Okay. I really liked this episode. I appreciate that the uh, that they believe in their audience enough because I feel like a lesser show would think they needed to show us the main characters, our normal group, to keep us intrigued, entertained. Whereas they're you know they're just going for it. They're like, no, we're putting those characters to the side. Here's just these new characters. Get to know them, and I'm yeah. really enjoying the new characters. I'll be honest. I have not missed the main characters that much. No. Uh, I enjoy this whole... I mean, we know this is an entire different world, basically, and we we need to learn about it. Yeah, I, I completely it. agree. So, that being said, um, we're going to start out in the council room. You know, with we've got Marley Generals, and we've got Zeke there. He's the war chief, so we have him sitting with all of them. And uh, they start talking about how both of the Titans, their main lead Titans, were... Almost nearly shredded. Yeah, they called them the two main battle titans. Yeah, which that would be Zeke and Reiner, right? Yeah, that's kind of what we assumed since they were jumping out of helicopters slash airplanes. I guess it was an airplane. Yeah, and they almost got hit by the battleships. We know and that. Reiner did get wrecked pretty hard Well, protecting and Zeke. Galliard, he seemed like a main attack titan as well. Yeah, that's why we kind of had to pause there for a second, because I think the other two were relatively effective as well. Yeah. Uh, but I could see where... Galliard's a monster. Be, he's like my titan. new favorite titan. Yeah, he's pretty sick. Yeah. And he wasn't even really touched, I don't think. But uh, but yeah, they start talking about the Mideast forces, which was who they just fought in the war. And uh, they're talking about how this doesn't really sound like a, vic- a Marley victory. Yeah, this guy reading the newspaper, he's kind of the leader of the room. This guy is such an aggressive bang swoop. Like, he's pretty long hair, but yet you can see 79% of his ginormous forehead. It's just a very interesting way to style, style the hair. Yeah, and then we have Maggot sitting beside him as well. Maggot looks kind of suave outside of his... He kind of he's kind of a big burly man. I didn't really catch that from last episode, but you know, then Maggot he speaks up and he starts talking about how humanity is you know they're starting to eclipse the Titan powers. Um, they're kind of taking over. Yeah, once again, like we talked about last episode, we saw some of those n- the new weapons, the new cannons, and people are just figuring out how to uh, how to take down these Titans, mm-hmm. and it's getting to the point where. I mean, can you imagine the stupid Titans that aren't one of the nine out? They would just be shredded. Like, and they wouldn't even stand a chance. It's getting to the point now where even the nine, like, they can't and, uh, dominate the, anymore. For new listeners, anybody that's new listening to this podcast, yes, we know his name is Magath, but um, anytime a moron has a name that's as close to something, you know, like, say, Maggot. Or sometimes just not even close at all. Or sometimes not even close at all. You're right. We're going to call him that name. Maggot starts talking about how the Titans remain unrivaled on land, but with human war advancement, bombs will soon just rain upon them, and it doesn't matter. So, he even says the devils of the earth will just watch as it happens. He had to throw that in there. I mean, this scumbag had to just... (laughs) He needed to say devils at least once. There's a lot of devil talk this episode. And then one of the generals asks, do we not have any Titans with wings? Whoa. Hey, buddy. 
What does that mean? Yeah, that's just... I wanted to ask you about this, Ronnie, because we don't I... talk about this information like uh, our reviewer right. had said before. I, listen, I feel like, no, as of right now, there are no Titans with wings, but he put that in my head, and now I can't stop thinking about it. I feel like Armin is somewhere over on the island of Paradis, drawing up some blueprints, and we're just going to see Aaron just swoop in one of the... <laughs> Or Armin has wings somehow. He's sixty yeah. meters with wings. He's just the largest <laughs> wings you've ever saw. He's just a I mean, straight up jetliner. Just <laughs> is this guy implying that they've had a Titan with wings in the past? I mean, why else would he say that? I feel like he was meant it more in like a joking way, like okay. oh, like we better figure something out because you know we don't. It's not like these Titans can fly. Like yeah, like he hasn't seen the Titans before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, then we got the general admitting in the future that they will lose if this keeps up. Zeke Zeke then asks for permission to speak. And we all know when an Eldian asks for permission to speak, most of the time, it's not going to happen. I feel like now is a great time to uh, say and call you out on your bullshit. Oh, wow. For the new listeners, Chad has always, well, he's always been kind of an elitist and he thought he was so special. He would come in here with his notebook paper, and he had written out all of his notes, and now he's finally got a laptop. And go back, listen to the tape from last episode. He said, oh, yes, I just, uh, this week I forgot I my notebook. Like this I week I've, I this is what you sound like, Chess. This week I forgot my notebook, but next year, or next week, I'll, be, voice, I'll be right back to the notebook paper. Well, guess what I'm staring across at the table at? Oh, it's a laptop. Not a piece well, of paper in sight. For new listeners, uh, I think our old listeners know this, but I work 60 hours a week, part-time at oh Trader my Joe's. God. When you put in hard work, you got to just spend it on some new technology. It's always my motto. What's your other job? Because if you work 60 hours a week at, part, or at Trader Joe's, that's no longer considered part-time. 40 mm. hours digging trenches and things like that for construction, yeah. and then 20 hours at Trader Joe's. Don't listen to this bullshit. Please get on with the episode. All right. As you scroll down on the screen. So they give Zeke permission to speak. And uh, he says we should resume the Paradise Island mission and recover the Founding Titan. Because Marley needs better weapons. And if we do that, in the meantime, they can work on getting better weapons. And we can get the fossil fuels on Paradise to make the better weapons. Yeah, they... Right. He needs the better weapons. Founding Titan's the main thing. It's interesting throughout this episode to see truly how low of a rank Zeke still is. The past seasons when we've seen him, it's obvious that he's very much in charge of like the other warriors. Yeah, but, it was... I mean, in season two when I first saw him, I was like, oh, this guy is the main boss of right. everyone. But you can see here where honorary Marleyan means sure, you know, we'll let you in on the council meetings. We realize how big of a piece you are to the puzzle, but... You still got to ask for permission to speak, and we're definitely not forgetting that you're an Eldian, buddy. What's stopping, obviously these people have been brainwashed and everything, but what is stopping him from just cutting himself right now and killing everyone in the room? It's just the fear. It's, yeah. I mean, we've, as we see later, like his grandparents, who we can get into once I sit, once again, a little bit later, they are all for him doing this. They're proud of him fighting for Marley. It's just, like you said, they're brainwashed. and This guy is fully bought in, yeah. Zeke is. 
and they're just. I mean, he literally screamed multiple of his own Eldian people into Titans out of an airplane. He is so bought into this; it's unbelievable. Definitely. Uh, but they mentioned that Zeke has one year left, and you know he says he's afraid that if when Colt inherits his Titan, he won't be able to fully wield his powers. So this is awesome. We got to get into this. This is kind of what I mentioned last episode where I was talking about the Beast Titans scream that, you know, basically transformed one way or another all the people flying out the plane. Yep. Um, I wondered if it had something to do with royal blood, and I feel, feel like this is kind of a hint to that sort of thing. Like, we know Aaron can't fully do all the founding Titan things because he doesn't have royal blood. Krista does. I think this is just another example of that. Do you think that if, say, the Colossal Titan, if the Colossal Titan had royal blood, he'd be able to do that? Or is that just a Beast Titan maneuver? Uh, making making Titans, you mean? Yep. Because well, once again, we don't know how this stuff goes. we got to go back. Once again, Chaz, I think, you're okay. a moron. I'm a we moron. We got some more I know, feedback. You made me, well, you made us talk about it for five minutes, and you made our dear listeners Well, maybe go you should and, catch on, and we won't have to talk about go it. Go and dig through the episodes for like eight times because you had some sort of titan serum strapped to these people jumping out of okay, airplanes can i can i explain didn't myself? exist can i explain myself yes it you wasn't told on me the airplanes. your terrible excuse I go know. ahead it wasn't on the airplanes it was in the trenches and i assume that it was bombs strapped to these l these 800 eldians that were going to run up because they did have stuff strapped to their chest and i messed up I apologize to the listeners. I really need to just immerse myself in this yeah, information. Please immerse yourself. Uh, but yeah, any time that you know, Chad makes a terrible mistake like that, I probably won't make a mistake. But just I kidding. I will make mistakes. I mean, please. You've e- made many. Email probably two times as much. Email as us at the podcast chronicles at gmail dot com. We would love you. to. We have a great bond between the two of us. We don't really get on to each you. other very often. I've told you the mics don't work well when you do that sort of thing. We will be happy to admit our wrongness and confirm it later on. Thank you to Catherine okay. for that. Thank for that you, note. Catherine. You're the MVP. So is Paris. So is Raphael. Our three well, first responders. You know, that kind of means that you can't have a most valuable player if there's three of them. So. Well, one of them's offense, one of them's defense, and one of them's all around. So quit okay. sucking their dicks and let's get on to it. So I wanted to get to my theory real quick. You, that you did not let me get You're to. You're just it. disrespecting them. This is what I thought of, Ronnie. So, They're all great. Since nothing was strapped to him on the airplane, yeah, I believe that Zeke, they had already injected him. They turned into Titans. He turned them back into humans. But when he does that, they don't have a mind. That's why they all looked stupid in the plane. Yes. And then he turned them back into Titans. I'm more obligated to believe that. Catherine also in her email wanted to make sure and point out if you look at those people on the planes as they're falling out of the planes, they've got kind of a Titan look to them. They don't look quite right, so I'm definitely more uh, obligated to which, believe what you're saying. Which about. makes more sense because if he could just scream any Eldian into a Titan, he could have, when Erwin and them charged at him, he right. could have just screamed and turned all of them into Titans. Exactly. Okay. So we got that out of the way. Obviously, there's still more to learn about it. We'll be on the lookout. <laughs> and I'll probably catch on to it before Ronnie. So, Zeke then says that he needs to put an end to Grisha Jaeger's sick exploits. 
and it should be by none other than his own son. This guy does not like his poppy. Which is just crazy. He was so young when all this happened. So Daddy it's just issues. clearly just like... Brainwashing. Brainwashing. His he, grandparents, just the Marley, you know, citizens. Yep. It's like, there's no reason that he should hate him that much. Because he didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. He like he know what he knew what he stood for, and he's just building up on that. If he say he was six, man, like obviously he could be terrified. That's why he told on his parents. But they just kept feeding that into his brain when he yeah. got older. There's no way he thought of all this at six years old. And then we get into the OP, and I feel like the OP changed a little bit. Did you not see some different, you know, visuals? Yeah, you'd kind of mentioned that. Um, I'm going to really grind on the middle of the fence because I don't want to say yes or no. I'll let you. <laughs> I'll let you be right if you're Do right. You not and I'll trust let you, me. I'll let you be wrong if you're wrong. Wani doesn't trust me. <laughs> um, but yeah, maybe. You know, my heart. I think they showed a little more visual. I feel like last one it was all smoke and gray. This yeah. one it seemed like there was some actual visuals. To me, it's just so funny how. N- much of nothing in the grand scheme of things they give you, or at least that's what it seems like right now. I reserve... What the (laughs) fuck was that? Whoa. Did you just say the F word on this podcast? Did you just do that again? What are you smelling? That was... That one... Okay, wait. That was not your right armpit because you smelled your right fingers. What what happened? I mean, I could reach my own right armpit with my right fingers. I'm not a... Neanderthal, dude. I can reach under there. Well, Neanderthals could do that. Well, yeah, you're right. Sorry. What what happened? I get sweaty in this room, dude. I told you. I This room just makes me sweaty. I'm wearing a long sleeve t-shirt, which my fault. I felt the water under my armpits, and I smelled it like any normal guy would do. And if you're a guy listening to this, yes, you do the same thing. I just... Your body odor, you really struggle with that. Uh, it smells good. I've got deodorant on. It's just very wet. Okay. Um, All right. So. So now we're to the scene with Zeke, Zeke and Colt. Colt. Okay. Yeah. They're up by themselves, and Colt is just amazed that Marley listens to Zeke. So Zeke is obviously, though, the way Colt's talking, Zeke has more respect from any marley and then you know any other eldian does right even potentially in the past in the, like yeah. this isn't even yeah this isn't normal whatsoever um seeks a smoker yeah he's smoking them cigs i mean i guess his lungs can just regen so it doesn't really matter oh that's true <laughs> yeah i would be smoking away man if yeah, i had these we know powers. we know how you feel about nicotine so you'd be all up on that i bought a vape this weekend <laughs> chaz <laughs> Dude. I did. I had small relapse, but I feel like you were like past the three weeks where people say like once you get over the three weeks, it's easy. What happened? I don't think people say that, but I I just had to. I needed it. I just needed it this weekend. I was drinking, um, and I'm done. I threw it away. I already threw it away. <laughs> well, if anyone listened to the season four four preview, good thing you were not drinking tonight. <laughs> Yeah, good point. I never need to drink on this podcast again. Let's continue with the episode and immerse ourselves God. in this information. So after Colt's amazed that Marley's nicotine listening to him, sweats, that's what's going on over there. Colt even says that Zeke reminds him of the founding Titan, and it's he says it's almost like you have royal blood in you or something. 
this this amazed me right here. Right. I had no clue that the way Colt's talking, no one knows that Zeke has royal blood. Yeah. But in which because because then Zeke says when you inherit my memories, you'll find out my big secret. Yeah, because they I mean they made it clear that the owl kind of just let Grisha's group knew that Dinah had royal blood. She was the last one with royal blood. So, yeah. Now, the thing that I found interesting was the fact that that the Marlians even knew that having royal blood mattered, and I'm wondering if that has something to do... I'm sure that's kind of all over in the Titan memories. I guess all the Titans probably have some sort of recollection of that. They just didn't know that Zeke had royal blood. Well, because, too, the owl said that he let them inject Dinah because he didn't want Zeke to tell them the whole truth. Right. So he made it seem like Zeke knew that he had royal blood. Oh, well, I'm sure that... Because, like, we saw how quick Grisha was building this kid up even at four years old when he was still pooping his pants. So I'm sure Grisha told him, oh, you've got royal blood, you're going to be our king, blah, 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 You're going to be our hero, bud. Yeah, so I wasn't surprised at all that Zeke knew it. More just kind of Marley Forfeit as a whole. Forfeit your entire but... life and save us from disgrace. Exactly. God, what an asshole. You almost can't blame Zeke for being like this. And then Zeke was like, yeah, his uh, his big secret is how he wipes his ass. Okay, I want in on this. Where can I get these memories? Yeah. I would um, love to know how to wipe my ass as well as Zeke Yeager. You a stander or a sitter? I'm a stander, man. You're a stander. stander. Yeah. Excellent. Yes, I'm. I'm definitely a stander. You just can't get good uh, friction if you're no. And if you're a sitter, you know, whatever. But what, your knuckles touching the water, just ugh. Oh, just stop being so lazy. Stand, Stand up, up and wipe it. You know, if you have to hike a leg, I, th- I think that's Zeke's secret. He hikes a leg when he stands up. Hikes a leg when he stands up, so you yeah. can't just twist. He's got a. He hikes it, man. That's well. I need his memories, man. Let me inherit this beast titan, and I'll All let right. you know. So Maggot then walks up and interrupts them, and what does he say? He says something along the lines of uh, wanting to see the hairs on Colt's ass. Yeah, and I was like, this it's kind of weird, <laughs> kind of creepy. I didn't, I didn't see Maggot being this yeah. type of guy. I mean, I'll be honest, I hadn't really immersed myself in the episode at this point, so I only got part of that quote. But I'm pretty sure he was just like, "Hey, pull your pants down, Colt. Let me see the hair on your ass." And I was like, "Whoa, yeah. okay." He's like, "There's no secrets up in here." Jeez, Maggot. Uh, so they don't like them talking. Did he say there's no secrets up in here as he was peering into his asshole? Is that? Yeah, he said, "There's no secrets up in here. Everything Jeez. looks nice and clean." I was clearly immersed at that point. I don't know what I was doing. Maggot mentions the past three years that every ship that they sent to Paradise hasn't returned. That's a big info dump right there because right. that's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. What what were they doing? Let's be honest. Let's think about this for a second. That seems like such a stupid idea. Like, yeah. And it's not even making it seem like they sent 32 all at one time to try and retake it just with straight up military power and it didn't work cuz it didn't seem like the Titans went, right? Uh it doesn't I mean no, because if they went and, and the ships didn't return, how would they get back? Right. Um but yeah, to me it's and like if yes. you send over five ships, they don't come back you're like, "What? Well, try it again." Yeah. 
it's, and just, it's like there are maybe they did send out like 15 at one time 17 the yeah. other and then they were just like all right no more ships. <laughs> no more ships yeah maybe so maybe so but yeah so it seems as if well yeah because zeke then says 32 ships sunk and he's like it has to be multiple titans errand and another one and then it made me it, think wow they don't even know that they no, had the injection to get the colossal titan they have no idea that they stole the colossal titan's powers they thought they just killed Bertolt, maybe. No, I think Zeke knew what was going on there. Okay. Because because Zeke says, remember, he says, Bert, I'm pretty sure this is the end for you. I feel like he knew what was going to happen. Okay, maybe, and maybe he does. Because they've talked multiple times about how they gave up the... Uh, how they gave up the Colossal Titan and the Female Titan. Now, the th- interesting thing that I heard that him say was at least two meaning that he's thinking like i'm thinking and for all he knows annie's already been swallowed dealt with and they've got the female titan too yeah that's that's a great point or they or maybe he's thinking they converted her like i mean you never know it could be yeah which now he's probably not thinking that because as tough as annie is he's like she wouldn't flip right i don't think i don't think she would flip um, that is another thing, though, that I hadn't considered, even though I feel like surely they can get their hands on it at some point, is if they have another injection to where they could um, or get you, Or Annie. what else they could do. They could just feed Annie to one of the randoms that was running around on the island. Right. But but then but they've already killed them all off. Yeah, they've kind of killed them all off, and obviously you want they, to. That would, be, that would actually be super interesting. Aaron knows that all of those people are patriots. They're random titans running around. If he just yeah. threw Annie to them, he, they would be on their side no matter what. That's true. Plus, do you have to be a female to get Annie's You know, titan I was going to bring this up. <laughs> all we've ever heard it called is the female titan. It would, like, if... <laughs> Say I go out there and I eat it. Am I still just called the female titan? It's like, hey, you buddy, just you just got to roll. Chick. Or, or is just well, that's the male titan. <laughs> it's yeah, because either way you look, like... either way you look at it, it's a very shit. It's worse than cart titan because it's just like, oh, this one's a girl. We'll just call it female titan. <laughs> it's like Isiyama just fucked up in the writing on this part. He's like, I guess we'll just have her turn into a crystal ball, so we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, it's just. Come on, it's 2020. Girl power. Let her become something cool, not just female Titan. So, Zeke then says, though, this is the very interesting part, which I loved. He's like, it's not just Titans that pose a threat to us on that island. And we get quick glimpses of Levi and Mikasa fucking up him and Reiner. And then Reiner, PTSD Reiner... Wakes up from his dream of and, Mikasa blowing him out with a missile. Yeah, that was. I really liked that transition. Really liked the kind of the flashback that even Zeke, after his little run in with Levi, he understands how big of a, a big of a force to be reckoned with he is. But from the sounds of it, we can kind of get an idea of maybe what to expect on Paradise when we get back over there. Because if they're sinking these ships. That means there's been some serious expansion over there on the island. That they've got some sort of weaponry significant enough to destroy those ships right on the, uh, like yeah. where they would dock. And or so. I'm sure Zeke's thinking too. I hope to God Aaron doesn't know how to use this founding Titan, and he's just fucking these shit ships up. Yeah, because if Aaron learns how to use it, I'm sure he's thinking we're pretty screwed. 
Yeah, that's true too. That he could just be the Titans, but um, but it has been four years, and they know now. So I don't think it's like those hundred years when they've just rolled with the one cannon for a century. I think they've been doing some serious oh, yeah. upgrades. These are fixed, fixed cannons, and I bet they've been you know maybe dipping into those fossil fuels underneath the city, and they've got some some stuff. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Since Aaron has all the memories and knows that they're after yeah, the fossil fuels. For sure. So Reiner wakes up and, you know, from that flash, and he's with Galliard, who ends up being Marcel's brother. Yeah, Galliard, let's be honest, he's a hunk. Um, he looks he's as if he dude. has 17 million followers on TikTok. Would, I mean, am I wrong? Yeah, he looks like he would uh, be promoting a boxing match, a YouTubing boxing match here soon. Um, no, he's not that big. He's just got 17 million on followers on TikTok because he's a hot piece of dick. And he, he does the he same, have an OnlyFans. he does the same dance to the same song at least eight times a week, just wearing different clothings and maybe With two million. He's got a different friend and like, or yeah. how to, is it likes retweets on well, TikTok? I don't uh, even know. it's, he's getting at least 11 million likes on each one and he also lives in a house with 17 other men who just dance together it's awesome <laughs> reiner thanks galliard for saving him back in that you know the last little scuffle they had and galliard's like don't mention it he's like if i inherited the armor titan nine years ago we would have this would have never happened and my brother marcel wouldn't be dead and he seems like he's a little pissed at Reiner, honestly. Right. So break this down real quick, because there was something here that I hadn't... You really immersed yourself, so... I really immersed myself in this information. Uh, so obviously we'll, we'll manga readers right are all over this. Anime readers, or anime watchers, I think, could use a bit of more of a deep dive on this one. I'll go deep on it. So he's... Uh, Galliard says, Ymir's memories... Um, he saw Reiner and Ymir's memories, and he saw that he was acting tough. And he says, what does he call her? A pitiful-looking woman. She was an impressive woman for looking like such a pitiful-looking shit or something like that. No, not long. looking like, just like uh, like a bad, basically badass name for a pitiful person. Yeah, badass, that's what I meant. Badass name for a pitiful person. That's not what he said. He said, something, Fritz. He said something more poetic, but... yeah. The fact that her name was Ymir, named after like the main, the first founding titan. And then he the talks founding. about he's glad that they got his brother's jaw back from when he ate Ymir. So we'll talk about this right here. This is what happened. Ymir, Marcel, saves Reiner. Ymir scoops him up, eats him as a pure titan. She then turns into her body, Ymir, her human form. So now she's a shifter with the jaws. Later on, when Bert and Reiner take Ymir back, Galliard eats her. He turns into a pure titan, eats her, and now he has the jaw power back. Right. So, it, so, yeah. I think the part that I had missed, because they had never shown it to us, was just, and it's very weird, the idea that we never knew that Marcel had a titan outside of the fact that he was just with Reiner and Bert. And she essentially looks the very same as just her normal yeah. stupid Titan to when she has the Jaw Titan. Like, it is a very small difference. Very small difference. If you go back to Season 2, the only difference you notice is she gets bigger teeth and she gets the big claws that the Jaw Titan has. 
And and so, oh, well, first of all, she really got the raw end yeah. of the deal on that one. <laughs> Everyone she, else we've seen is just so much. Like, we saw Aaron's, what he looks like kind of before he got uh, Grisha's Titan. But I, I wanted to mention this. I, I could be way off on this, but I want to talk about it. We haven't talked much about it. Paths. They talked about paths at the end of season three. We know that the paths are in season two when Ymir wakes up and she's in the sand, butt-ass naked. She sees the paths in the sky. It looks like a Milky Way galaxy. What do you, what do you call it? The Alaska? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the, the lights. Milky Way galaxy, yeah, sure. And it could be somehow that those paths, her pure titan, she looked very similar to what the jaw titan she received because she was connected to those paths and it was meant for her to eat marcel and get those powers this could be that's just a baseless theory that i'm just throwing out there um i'm not exactly sure what you're talking about it makes me feel kind of dumb so therefore i hate the theory but maybe someone (laughs) else out there likes it i just i have to say something about the past i feel like her waking up and seeing that in the sky has to like be something i feel like they wouldn't show ymir with that unless it was important yeah so it yeah it was all just super interesting just to see how like the jaw titan last episode when galliard you know transforms yeah compared to ymir's it's ymir's is a shitty one galliard is a badass titan and he might be my favorite looking titan out of all of them all right we get peak walking in so it is pronounced peak huh Stupid name. Who had that right? And um, me. Okay. She talks about how she she can barely walk and she's using a crutch because she was in her Titan form for two months. I mean, yeah, some people have claimed that I'm kind of a master of the English language. Keep going. Yeah, some people have not said that. And uh, how crazy is that? No, you're, you're right. You're, you're right. Just gonna stroll over that. I'll like. I was gonna say why, but at the same time, it. It kind of if no i'm gonna say why well i think they've been i think we're supposed to believe that they've been on the battlefield that long first and foremost okay uh we know that the cart titan can speak so therefore there'd be no reason to you know transform out to talk we obviously saw it in season three S- where it's strapped on her. where it's literally yeah they're using her as mobility they've got you know barrels and stuff so i could see where it would just be like yeah that if they've got all that stuff strapped to her we saw like the turrets and everything on her like how big of a pain is that to take off and on every time you got to go into a battle so i and i was expecting a dude to be honest were you not yeah definitely was thinking a dude um but i mean she's looks like she's almost could be uh, next to Kuchel. What are we in uh, one of those brothels? If you know what I mean, that's what oh, she looks like. You saying? Are you going for? She's a bit of a slut, or she looks kind of sickly. Both. All right. She's been in a Titan for two months, so she okay. doesn't look the greatest. I am sure everyone will love you well, saying that. I wouldn't say she doesn't look the greatest. She's kind of hot, but she looks like she's been ran through a few times. If Whoa. You know what I mean. She looks like someone who likes to take it in the. Ca- I mean. <laughs> In the can. For the new listeners, we love you. There's another two-star review. Well, we got lucky with the two stars. That's a one-star multi, Yeah, multi-star review. Thanks again for the Can't two. Can't ask for any more than that. Appreciate it. 
So we get a scene change. Okay, sorry. I'll, let me talk a little bit more about her. She's been in it for two months, and she talks about fighting side by side with Galliard, and he's like, "Yeah, I barely. I forgot what you looked like in human form," which I thought was kind of funny. But that's about it. They just been. We know that they've been fighting together for a while. Well, not only that, but we know that there's a fancy word for it. When she's a cart titan, she moves around on four legs, and so she said when she came back in human form, she like forgot how to walk. On Which two makes legs. sense. Yeah, so she's walking around with a cane and stuff yeah. like that. So I thought that was like a really cool detail. Or she's just been ran through a few times. Oh okay. my god! And uh, scene change. We get the warrior candidates talking. We've she's got a virgin. Little shitlings talking. Um, well, okay. I'm just kidding. They're not. You gotta shitlings. be careful. We like these characters. You gotta be careful. With All them. right. Uh, before we get any further in this, I will say Falco is my favorite new candidate. I actually, after this episode, I like Gabby. I do think the cunt talk last episode might have been a little unwarranted. Maybe not unwarranted, but listen, she was displaying behavior that of a cunt, right? Yeah. Don't don't. What are you doing? Yeah, I mean, like, I know she was, but you do. You're this like, episode, I like her more than last episode. Is what I'm trying to say. Quit being a bitch. Own up to it. Jeez. Uh, I mean, maybe I spoke out of term there. I didn't speak out of term. I'm just saying I like her. I like her. No, I'm sorry. Five stars, please. Sorry, guys. Please list five stars. She's no. cute. She's she, a cute little girl. Okay. Yep. That's yep. You're right. And Zofia, Zofia and Udo, just, uh, they're just they're just there. Just be careful. Just be real careful is all I'm saying, right? Well, I called her cute, Ronnie. It's, we know you don't... Uh, just, just keep on moving, buddy. Keep on moving. Just be careful. She's cute. All right. <laughs> so uh, Udo, he's got some anger management, huh? No, I don't like Udo at all. He's reminds me what? of... <laughs> What are you doing? No, Udo does. They are talking, and Falco does say, listen, Gabby, Reiner's going to be fine. Because Gabby seems real worried about Reiner. Also because, you know, she's a cunt, and all she cares about is getting the armor. Oh, my God. Udo Udo seems very smart. He's, like, kind of analyzing things going on around here. Yeah. He sees the uh, wounded enemies. And this part kind of confused me. They're getting back on a ship. They're, I can't believe Marley is kind enough to send them back to their country. That's what he made it seem like, and I just—that's where I feel like I'm missing. I don't know. I feel like I'm missing something there because he—he well, he was they worried. They talked about the law of war earlier. It's crazy to me that Marley actually follows the law of war, and it seems like they're sending back wounded. You know, maybe they did since it's a peace treaty. Um, they, you know, it's true. Kind of in the Peace treaty. treaty. Yeah, yeah they that's send good back point. The, good point. Yeah, yeah. If anyone has any more knowledge on this, or we missed something because we weren't fully immersed, please email it at the podcast chronicles at gmail Because I understood yeah. his concern, but at the same time, I was just a little confused there. But yeah, he starts he, like he talks about how they're going to talk about how fucked up it was, how they used Eldians for war. Yeah, and it's going to make Marley look bad, which it is because it's <laughs> fucked up. Because well, it's slavery. <laughs> yeah. It's even worse than slavery, in my opinion. It's the um, worst kind of things you could do. Well, be careful there. Um, <laughs> slavery's pretty bad, uh, but no, yeah, he's like stomping on a st- he's stomping on a stump. <laughs> this guy. What a ridiculous sentence. That's not doing anything. Stomping on a stump. He's stomping on a stump. I'm a master of the English language. Please continue, Chaz. 
yeah, he's doing that. And then we got good old Reiner walking up. And Reiner, this is such a wholesome moment, and it makes me it makes me think back to the good old Reiner days when he was just the big bro to all the little yeah. to all the younger candidates or all yeah. say Aaron and his buddies, but he's everyone. he's patting everybody on the like, head. Like if they yeah. weren't already in the Seattle, he was a big brother to everyone. He even was. Bert, who was like the same age as him. Maybe yeah. Annie was the only one he wasn't a big brother to. He because just, she was a badass. He filled in that role. Yeah, and he's patting him on the head, and they all look up to this guy. They, You can tell they all love him. He's yeah. the nicest big bro there is. And they start walking away from him, and his PTSD kicks in, I guess you would call it. What, you think he's got PTSD? <laughs> he doesn't seem very well this episode. That's... I, I may, might not have immersed myself in the material enough, but I just did not catch any PTSD. <laughs> I think this guy's fine. And he, as they're walking away, he kind of blinks, and he, it flashes, and it he sees Annie, Bert, Galliard, and Marcel, and he says, wait. And, like, he's talking to his old pals, and yeah. he blinks again, and it's back to Gabby, Udo, and the rest of them. Once again, just really cool how they're just letting the, uh, the audience just figure this stuff out by themselves, because... We watched it the first time and it went by pretty quick, so I wasn't able to fully get it. And then the second time, you know, we paused and we're like, "Oh yeah, so that's obviously Galliard because he looks, you know, like a young version of." He probably only has like five million TikTok followers yeah, right now. At this point, he's working his way up, and um, obviously Marcel. So I liked how they did that. It also is interesting. We talked about we, this is one of the few things we did discuss. Galliard not obtaining a Titan back then. He actually had the chance later on in life to get another Titan. So I was thinking almost that if a candidate did not get that Titan that they were, you know, running for, that, you know, they were either sent off to do something else or they just missed that opportunity completely. Right. So the, we can obviously use that in the sense that right now it looks, are they at least trying to make us feel like Gabby's going to get the armored Titan? And even if that is the case, some of these other characters could be up for a Titan later on. Later on, yeah. And they seem like they'll be safe. I, I almost thought they might even kill them, as mm -hmm. ruthless as these people are. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they, they walk away, and then we get to a train scene. Well, real quick, my quote of the day, it's kind of a joke. It was a throwaway thing right there at the end of the scene. Yeah, Gabby's excited that they can walk around before they go back to their hometown. And they just, we see, like overlooking overlooking them and Reiner just goes you kids are too young for that store oh yeah <laughs> yeah there's a lot, that part. a lot of titan porn in there we yeah. can't have you guys strolling into Eldian titan porn in there this interesting world building you, I thought see you were focused on that I had focused <laughs> I know while you were saying that I completely missed that quote because I was looking they like panned to someone watching it them like I'm right there with you it looks like someone who is it seemed intentional for them to be like, hey, yeah. this person's spying on them. This person's like spying, that. or it looked like, it was almost like Peak. It had The person had long hair, so I was like, oh, maybe Peak's watching them, and it's just showing that it's and maybe... And it kind of looked like a woman, black hair, right? Yeah, it was just long hair. But I was like, maybe this person, Peak is like, kind of, we're getting a little character development on her. She's like, looking at them, maybe feeling sorry. I don't know. I, I didn't know what it was, but then it just went away real quickly, so it might not have been anything. Oh, okay, how about this? What? Where are they right now? They're in um, 
Right now, they're not. They're getting ready to go on a train to go back to Liberia, their hometown. Okay. So now they're just like in transportation in Marley. Is this so? This is like Marley. You think this is Marley? Yeah. And because I don't obviously we don't know how big these countries are, cities are, whatever. So is Liberia? Is that part of Marley, or is that just a completely other thing that Marley's kind of taken over? Liberia is an internment zone in Marley. It's how I take it. Okay. So then. Let me ask you this: Is where they're at right now is somewhere in this genuine, genuine area? Is that maybe where general area? Is that maybe where we saw perhaps Jean? Oh, maybe could this be? Because to me, it looked like a black-haired girl, kind of spying Mikasa, something like that. Mikasa. Maybe I don't, I don't know if Mikasa would have that long of hair, but that, I mean, that's a good. Guess. Well, yeah, she does have short hair now. Yeah. We've seen that. Uh, yeah, so you're right. You're right. And this is probably nothing, but I mean, I took it as peak. I could be, I could be wrong, or it could just be a character we haven't met. You're yet. right. You're right. It was just very intentional in this yeah. strange way to frame the because scene. you laughed at me the way I was looking at the screen, thinking because I was. I thought yeah. you were laughing at Reiner, but at that, but I was just looking at that. All right, we'll put a pin into that. Cool little scene. Thanks for having my back there. So we get to the train. So yeah, I guess that was that was just a port in Marley, and they're getting ready to go on a train because they're this is obviously a big country. They're right. getting on a train to go back to Liberia. So Reiner and uh, Falco, or sorry, I'm skipping a scene right here. We've got drunk Colt. Yeah, we do. Colt. This is me on the season four preview. With Hannes gone, we needed another drunk. So thank goodness for Colt. Colt is on his fifth truly at this point. He's getting ready <laughs> to go to his tenth, and. Uh, He's bragging about Gabby and hoisting her up, talking about her efforts and how she took on the train, you know, that had that cannon on it um, and did it in place of 800 Eldians. Did it all by herself. What do you think of these white outfits? I mean, they're... I feel like I just walked into a medical conference. It, uh, yeah, it's not the prettiest looking things. Like, they could show some skin, if you know what I mean. Okay. I thought, you know, maybe weird, weird choice, but... You went that direction, but that's what you do. So here we go. But yeah, he's hoisting her up. And did you think maybe since Colt is Falco's brother, he's kind of egging on Gabby so that Falco doesn't get the armored Titan? He wants Gabby to get it, so Falco Perhaps. does. There's a lot of this stuff that we're getting ready yeah. to break down. Um, maybe, I was kind of catching on to that, maybe, maybe thinking he doesn't want his brother, little brother to actually get the armored Titan, so he's kind of insinuating yeah. gabby should get it i could buy into that by the way they're all chanting gabby gabby and she's just chanting me me yeah kind of a c-word move but uh, you're not wrong <laughs> um and then maggot they somebody tells maggot should we let them be doing this and he's like ah let them have it just for tonight so maggot's not that bad of a marleyan have you noticed that? I feel like he's a little bit... He's still a scumbag, but I feel like he's a little nicer than the rest of them. Perhaps. Because he I'll... even let Gabby take off her armband. And then yeah. This yeah. guy's... He's a maggot, but he's a little he's... bit better than I thought. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on him. I'm with you there. So then I'm not we... exactly trying to become friends, but... Yeah, I don't want to be friends with this I'll guy. Give him, I'll give him a chance. But, uh... We go to Reiner and Falco now. There you go. I knew you'd get there. 
And I was going to make a Holocaust joke, but I thought it wasn't appropriate for the well, podcast. You're all about being appropriate, so thanks for not doing that. So Reiner and Falco are talking, and he says that, you know, Falco goes, The girl that adores you will obtain your Titan and live till she's 27. That is, if cannons don't shred her first. Sheesh. Whoa. Falco, this is why I like Falco. He keeps it real. Yeah, he drops the truth bombs for sure. Of course, that pisses off Reiner. And he says, you know what? I'm going to report you and have you and your family become Titan weapons. Basically Yikes. saying pure Titans. Yikes. You'll be jumping out of planes with and your boys. At this Zeke. point, I finally realized Reiner, in my opinion, is officially the sickest looking person in this show. He has overtaken my beloved Keith Sadies. <laughs> As I, he really. Yeah, dude, he looks terrible. Well, he looked amazing in the first episode i thought did he not look he looked healthy when he was parachuting down i thought he looked pretty healthy he looked like a badass i looked like he was maybe going well he to was wearing town. goggles so you couldn't see the caving caverns that's true that are his sinking eyeballs or his must up hair because he's hasn't slept and since he left the walls five years ago four years ago and, and mind you he's only got like what a year or two left on his titan so he's aging too right he's got like eight different parts of his consciousness that are continually fighting each other because he's yeah he's are trans- we sure keith sadies doesn't have he's not a titan shifter and he's just like on his final year he, all i'm saying that he's he's got a bigger part to play for sure mr keith yeah we've not seen oh, the last yeah. of keith i hope we bucket get. keith's gonna be the colossal titan yeah i'm calling it or I, the founding. I think he's eight, Armin, Aaron, and Annie, and he's got three Titans in one. How about <laughs> oh that? Oh my gosh. Four. The eight Aaron. Yeah, four. You're right. They put them all in one spot. And, he, and Keith's mission is to go eat everyone else on some, Marley. <laughs> some people don't say, don't keep all your eggs in one basket, but that's what we did because it's Keith goddamn Sadie's, and he's the he best there ever was. every ship that's came to paradise. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so then Falco, that scares the shit out of him, and he says, I, Falco Grice, and this is where I had an epiphany. Grice, is this Grisha's Grice on top of the wall with Grisha? Yeah, this was a great catch by you. Good work. The Restorationist Grice. We kind of talked about it. We don't know how much, you know, really is going on, but kind of a cool nod, kind of a cool catch by you. He's the one that obviously got Grisha into the Restorationist group. Yeah. And you said he's the one that kind of brought in Dinah. Like the owl gave him and he kind of introduced Dinah. I think I know that he was the one that visited uh Grisha's clinic when he was supposed to take it over and he told Grisha he's like, "Look, this is what Marley did to your sister. They fed her to dogs." Okay. And he was like, "Oh fuck." And he was the one that <laughs> They kicked off the wall and said, run north, you might make it to the walls, and then all the Titans ran after him and devoured him. He's, well... Well, maybe. He's still out there somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) He somehow escaped, and he had Falco later on in life. (laughs) But we talked about that, though. He obviously couldn't be Falco's dad, because timeline wouldn't match up. Right. So I don't know. Maybe he's like his grandson. Who fucking knows? It's probably not even a big deal. Sorry if I'm boring you. But yeah, he says he wants to be freed from the evil blood of Ymir and ancestors. And then Falco says he should inherit 
the armor titan and reiner says yeah you have to rescue gabby from the dark future that awaits us all right so a couple questions is falco saying this because it's what reiner wants to hear or deep down does he actually want the titan i think he kind of wants to save gabby i don't even i falco seems like he cares more about other people than himself and he doesn't want gabby to get the armor titan and something bad to happen to her. That's why he said that to Reiner about right. the cannons. And does Reiner say he should inherit it because he thinks Falco is the best choice? Or he's more concerned with the well-being of Gabby? More concerned with Gabby. And maybe he thinks Falco has better intentions than Gabby. Okay. Because we know how deep Gabby is into this. All and right. we see later on what Falco says about Reiner. But so they make it back to their hometown, Liberio, and they're all getting off the train. And Gabby is just fired up. This girl is full of energy. She jumps out of. Did you not see her do like the kick jump out of the train? No, I'm confused. Is this not where the calling card was? Wow, you were totally right. I tried to take Are over. Are you trying to step on my part? podcast I, I just ronnie i'm gonna be honest man i feel like i swam through this information and fully immersed myself underwater you were so immersed that the calling card was just you you were like yes i am the calling card keep going with the episode by the way we know we have no idea what these things are called uh don't know why we call them calling cards it's just what we call them call of duty no one's from call of duty no one has said anything yet of like hey stop calling them that so we just keep doing it we just keep doing it and at this point we've done 61 episodes so we're gonna keep on doing it so basically the calling card was just the armband talk that we had last last episode i'll do it real quick silver armband you're a normal eldian yellow armband you are a warrior candidate in a red armband you are an honorary marleyan and you have one of the nine titans or you're a part of that family that has one of the nine titans continue on ronnie oh can i do my part it of the episode now your turn thank you so much so yeah immerse yourself so they get off the train at their hometown of liberia talk about the kick jump I, <laughs> there's a kick jump it's awesome uh cult is painfully hungover probably as hungover as you were after we did the season four preview yeah three trulies it was incredible we kind of learned that peak got colt drunk they're like who because falco's like oh my god who who the hell gave him the booze and peak was like well it seemed like he wanted it but i just kind of forced it down his throat anyway she didn't say that but it was kind of a she seems like a cool like just freelancer yeah so Falco wants the Eldians to be free of war, and then he wonders if, how about this title right here, if Vice Chief Reiner thinks the same. Vice Chief Reiner. So that's interesting, because I can see, well, I can see Reiner, I think he's probably, how could he not? Like, he's so torn, he's got so much PTSD, because his brain's so split, because he... Speaking of immersing himself, he did it for five years with his little friends. And so, so going back to what you were saying about the whole the on the train situation, does Reiner see Falco wanting that more than being maybe less brainwashed than Gabby is? That's why, if you were to ask me, I think obviously Gabby. I don't know if we've said this yet, but they're cousins. I think he wants her safe, but I think. He thinks that Falco is a good choice because, yes, he's going along with all of this, but he's not yeah. so hardcore. Yes, Marleans are the way. 
you know, I'm an Eldian, I've got devil blood. He's just more reasonable. Like, he's smart. He hasn't just bought into it. He's not completely brainwashed. And we haven't got into that yet for the listeners. We find out later on this episode that Gabby is Reiner's cousin, which I thought was really cool because I had no idea that she was in any part, anything to do with Reiner. Yeah, so we'll, we'll get to that. Um, so they open up basically the prison gates to the internment zones. Kind of <laughs> freaky. Uh, Galliard tells Falco to enjoy the break, but Falco says no. It's back to training tomorrow. And this is when he catches some grief from Gabby because, let's be honest, being a bit of a cut. She's like, oh, wait, you trying to get your grades up? Not even going to matter. I've got, I got this thing in the bag. I'm the valedictorian. Yeah, just kind of mean is all. Uh, Zeke meets up with his grandparents, who of course, who of course is Grisha's just terrible parents. Yeah, I mean these guys. <laughs> these guys. I hated this man. The one episode we saw him, and on the episode that day, and now that I see him, twenty years old. Well, I don't even whatever the timeline is. He looks even worse. Fuck this guy. Yeah, can't stand him. I hate him. I hate the, him. The grandma, whatever, she just kind of cowers away. She's a woman. I expect that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jazz. I meant an old an old woman is what I Your meant. Your mother's right there. We haven't even oh talked about her all episode. God. She's been very well behaved. Have you guys been doing some well, drills? I've got my freaking whip. Don't throw it. Don't throw her a treat like that. She's not a dog, dude. That was pretty impressive. That was a good catch, though, she, was it not? She caught that. That was pretty good. Good like, job. Next time you miss, you're getting a lashing. Oh, my God. Don't do... That's not... Okay. Anyway, um, I would try and explain your mother to the new listeners, but there's just not enough time in the world. So, yeah, I don't even know what to say about Zeke's grandparents. They suck, all right? And But this is kind of... Other than that, it's just a nice homecoming all around... Falco sees some poor soldiers who just, if we thought Reiner had PTSD, these guys have got it bad. Yikes. They're completely non I don't know how functional, functional Reiner is, but these guys are nuts at all. Well, how about Porky? What Porky does to these guys? Is this Porky? This is Porky. Because he, remember he got hurt in the first episode and he yeah. has the same bandage on his yeah. arm. Yeah. Yeah. Good to, fat looking Good to see Porky. Ever. It looks like more of a shit bag than ever. He uh he says boom, sending all these guys to the ground. Terrible joke. Seems very yeah. mean. Uh, seems like he should be canceled. One of these guys has his armband on the wrong arm for some reason. That like broke my heart. I don't. <laughs> I know, it, it was I like <laughs> I don't know why. I genuinely felt so bad. It was just like <laughs> this guy had half of his head bandaged. He's trying, man. He's trying so hard. To just be a good soldier. <laughs> and he's just got it on the wrong arm because he's so confused. Falco's like, holy shit, this guy's got it bad. <laughs> I can't. Oh my god. I can't explain my feeling. I was just like, oh no. He's like, you know you know, this guy's got it rough when he has it on the wrong arm. We're literally taught since we were two years oh. old. If you don't have it on this arm, you're getting shipped to paradise. This oh, guy has no. it on the wrong arm. I just I felt I felt I sad. I felt embarrassed for him. It's Falco. like the second Falco takes the armband off of that arm, like Marlins just grab him, oh the guy without God. the armband, and send yeah. him off. But no, and Falco's just there to make him try and feel better. He's saying, you know, you're done. Like you don't have to fight anymore. You're he's a, Falco is such a nice guy. He did it. It's just this is just more great um, character building for Falco. Yep. 
So we join in on a little family dinner with Gabby, who is telling a brutal story about how, you know, she's a little girl, she blew up a train and almost ate machine gun bullets, and everyone else is just thrilled. <laughs> this is just wow. great news. Great job. They just start clapping. <laughs> They're just like, honey, I'm so proud of you. You're at, you're where you're exactly supposed to be. Way to dodge. I always told you to duck and dive, and <laughs> sounds like you're doing it, little Gabby. You're doing great for us. Good work. We can always rely on our little children. You're a real hero. Just keep on dodging them, baby. And I haven't clapped in a while on the podcast. That felt good. I mean, yeah, I hate those. If she had an achievement award, it would most certainly be on the fridge because they're just they're thrilled. I can't stand this girl. I would not be friends with her if I was at her elementary school. Yeah, I mean, you can see why. See, it's not her fault. That's what we need. Yeah, to it's not her say. fault that she's a cunt. It's her terrible parents who are yeah. like, "Oh my god, you're doing great out there." Um, so they ask Reiner if she will become the Armored Titan, and this is just, if you stop to think about this for more than two seconds, you realize how fucked up this is. They're asking her if, or asking him if she will become the next Armored Titan. He is, keep in mind, the The Armored armored Titan, Titan. (laughs) and for her to get it, he has to die. This is his mom, his aunt, and uncle. (laughs) And he's like... Yeah, she's pretty much got it in the bag, but they are so excited that Gabby will <laughs> eat Reiner. <laughs> so excited that her son's gonna die. The mom just says, "Well, that is just good to hear. That is just wonderful. <laughs> we love you, kids. Thank good. <laughs> thank goodness for that. Thrilled. We're gonna have two tight. Oh well, my god, one at a time. But we're gonna have two in the family as a whole. That's th- incredible. This whole Sit Marley situation is just so fucked. And um, obviously you were very immersed in the episode, so you brought up the fact that since Reiner obviously has become a warrior, his mom also has a red armband because yep, she's he an honorary gained, yeah, because due to Reiner, they gained the ability to become honorary Marleyan. And so they start talking about those devils on that island, and they kind of ask reiner about these devils and his experience on that island and this is my quote of the day everything reiner says right here is my everything quote reiner's day. getting ready to say uh yeah gabby tries to stop the conversation because she almost Shaz seems like she knows like maybe she's asked reiner about this before and when he was in a different emotional state he wasn't so thrilled to get into it but but he, now he's in a great emotional state he's feeling a little chatty tonight so we're gonna get some stories and if for those who don't know chaz's qod is coming up and it's a segment we've always had on here and ronnie you know he kind of copycatted me because he's not fully immersed and he has to just follow along with that yeah i'll be the first one to admit i definitely copied your quote of the day but it's just such a great segment why not do it twice true let's get into it uh yeah i mean what else is there to say this is the funniest part of the entire series i mean it's sad too but in the moment it's so funny i couldn't we were cracking up (laughs) i couldn't stop laughing reiner starts off by saying that everyone over there was a savage heartless devil that one of them get this had the nerve to start eating a potato in training camp he says that they stole it because it looked tasty and when they realized the error of their ways, they tried to share it, but it wasn't even close to half. 
<laughs> when he said that, I thought we were like watching some joke on YouTube. We're watching or a fan made thing. Oh my god! Which I will say, I it was disrespectful. She tried to do that to our Lord and Savior Keith Sabins. Yeah, because it wasn't half. He's right. I mean, he's right. Yeah. He said because of this. He says they're truly beyond all help. <laughs> So then you guys gotta kind of help us with these parts. He says, there was an idiot who forgot why he went to the bathroom. Wait. I don't remember this. (laughs) I don't remember it either. What? We went through every line by line. I can't in these podcasts and I don't remember this. And I'm sure it's a scene that was definitely there if you mentioned it. So help us, help us figure out that one. We need some feedback on that. There was an insincere jerk who only thought about himself. We figured this has got to be like early stage of Jean. Early Jean, yep. Because that was definitely what he was all about, going to the military police. That's all he was doing and then just had a change of heart. There was an uptight oaf who only cared what others thought. And we, So here's the thing. We're thinking all of these, like... It's just kind of common sense for thinking he's talking about our main group, so we're trying to yeah. put these pieces together. The only, like, Connie, maybe? Connie, maybe, but maybe this is also... I don't know. That that one gets me. Yeah. I don't know that You guys one. gotta help us with that one. You initially said Aaron, but then we went on and be like, no, this one's definitely Aaron. Yeah. A single-minded fool who charged ahead and the chumps who followed him. And he... he Ties it all off with, my days there were truly hell. Aaron just topped it off for him. So the wind starts blowing and Reiner kind of snaps out of it. Are we in a goddamn horror movie right here? I know. The oh my, shutters. the look on his mom's face and the shutters shutting? Well, yeah. Uh, she wasn't looking like that because of the shutters, though. Reiner snapped out him into a room where everyone is looking at him going, Um, what the fuck? <laughs> And Gabby, after hearing all this, is like, uh, well, they're worse people than that, right? Surely they did more bad things things than just eat potatoes, right? Yeah, because he mentions that there's all different types of people. (laughs) She's just like, wait, that stuff you were talking about didn't seem that bad. Surely they're bad, right? Wait, they're devils, right? (laughs) She's kind of freaking out, like, wait. You're telling me we've called these people devils for all this time and they're not even devils? I've been brought up this whole time to think about slaughtering all those people and you're saying, yeah, they eat potatoes? (laughs) And don't they give less than half to other people? (laughs) They eat potatoes when it's not necessarily appropriate to eat potatoes? But Reiner's mom, she's all about this honorary Marlene life, and she assures Gabby that, yeah, those people over there, they suck. The ones who fled to the island deserve to be punished. When and she says they abandoned them. And I, this is where I do kind of agree with some of these Eldians on this island. They feel like they were abandoned and left to be in these internment zones, and it's right. not fair. Yeah, and but, how could you? Yeah, how could you not feel that way? I, I see where they're coming but from. But after a hundred years, you got to understand these people are not the people that abandoned you. Yeah. So after that scene, we get. Well, I mean, this we is, cut to a half a second scene where a guy just jumps off a roof, and it's not the roof that they were on, right? At at, at this point, like it looks like kind of like the same kind of building. I, I imagine they just have a bunch of buildings that look like this. But yeah, someone had just crawled out the top window, got on the roof, and just jumped off. And it wasn't that... It was like 15 feet, but it was 
it's like why did it was the weirdest scene I've ever seen in almost any show. We just <laughs> uh, we were just had finished laughing at Reiner, and then this scene hit us, and we just like looked at each other to make sure because it was so quick. We just like, like made was that real? <laughs> we were like, what is going on? Uh, when we went back and watched it, we freeze framed, kind of tried to figure out because there's like a lightning flash right as this guy jumps. <sighs> Did you just make look, anything of it? No, just kind of looks looks like a normal dude. Looks sort of like no a one we've dude. seen. So we join, after that bizarre scene, we join Reiner and Gabby. They're taking a walk. Gabby says that Reiner's mom is worried about him and says that he started acting different once he came back from the island. You think? He looks great, though. (laughs) He's still not getting it, though. He says, yeah, you know, her 12-year-old son left and came back a man. So that's just, of course I changed. What's wrong with that? And... Which is crazy that he left as a 12-year-old. So they keep walking, and we get a group of people who are around this body that just flung himself off the roof. Because at first, my when I first saw the scene after it just played, right after that Reiner PTSD thing, I thought Reiner was so messed up that he was literally jumping off roofs and just couldn't die. But think about this. He couldn't die because he wasn't doing any damage to the nape, so he just regened and then just got back up and kept living. That that's true, but it wasn't that wasn't him because we saw Right. Yeah, that that's what I'm that's yeah, what I'm, yeah. at first that's okay, what I, I thought. What but they walked by this scene or whatever and people are gathered and all we hear them say is that they heard it was a soldier and so it was just super weird. I don't know if this is just trying to show us how bad these Eldian soldiers really have it. and This is somebody that tried to commit suicide or something? Yeah, because if you don't have like a big family around you, how would you not just be like, all right, exactly, I'm yeah. done with this. So we then have a meeting with Zeke and the warriors, and Colt also got to attend. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, and Zeke kind of goes over what we heard about earlier with how strong the weapons are nowadays how titans are you know kind of being phased out well he is this the like uh yeah go and say you do you have the line because i don't have the line i don't have the exact line but he does bring them in in the beginning and he uh he says you know i think it was either colt or galliard ask him you know where's like the marley brass at like you know, some of the Marley commanders, because it's just Eldians in here. Right. And he says, they're not in this room. Um, it's just us. And okay. then so like, it's kind of like a semi-private meeting. Yeah, so we'll come back to that, because more on that. And he also is talking just about how the Eldian race is in danger. He says to make sure, or to make sure this doesn't happen, that they need to obtain the founding Titan and the resources on Paradis. And he says that they need to tell the story of how much of a threat that island poses, and to do this, that role will be fulfilled by the Tibers. Tiber family. So some people we've never met or heard right. of. But this family sounds very intriguing, because the Tyra family is the one that holds the Warhammer Titan. They hold the Warhammer Titan. The and- last Titan. The last Titan we have not seen besides, you know, a little snit bit in the trailer. Now that is a badass Titan name. Yeah, it is. You go from Cart Titan to the Warhammer Titan. Uh, you think that one's more powerful than the Cart Titan? <laughs> you think that one's pretty powerful? And so Peak says that apparently 
the Tiber family has never sent the Warhammer Titan to enemy soil. But that they were influential abroad, which this part got kind of a little confusing. Influential abroad for driving away King Fritz during the Great Titan War and that the world will listen to them. So I think the way I took it was that this family is just so powerful, has so much say that they got everyone kind of on board to ship these Aldeans away. Like all the other countries. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how I took it as well. And um, it's kind of crazy to me, though, because she says that they've been living in a mansion by themselves. And if they're Eldian, obviously they have to be to wield the Warhammer Titan. How are they living so lavishly yeah. in a mansion when all these other Eldians are in internment zones? Good point. I don't know. Yeah, because obviously many years have gone by, so it does make you think that they're Eldian and just keeping this Warhammer Titan Between in the, the family, family somehow. Yeah. Like, perhaps, I guess they could just be taking some Eldians for themselves. and but Mating? Well, yeah, we'll just have to see. Um, they just live on a plantation and they've got their own little slaves and they just keep mating them. Pretty crazy. Who knows? We're going to have to see. So Galliard says, like you, okay, never mind, we don't have to, or well, he just talks about how they're living in their big mansions, why would they come out now and pretend to be the hero? Yeah. But Zeke says that the Tibers also are worried about Marley's too. Galliard's not real sure. He's kind of being the voice of reason and questioning this plan, but Reiner kind of butts in and says, listen, if they're going to help, he's glad to have them and that their warrior unit can cooperate with the Tibers. Which is weird. I guess Marley, you know, saying they had seven of the nine under control, maybe they meant, you know, they know the Warhammer Titan's not going to go against them, but they don't re- they don't necessarily have it under their control as well. So, is- so Zeke goes into saying that there's going to be a festival in Liberio soon. And that VIPs will be there from abroad to hear the Tiber's message that within a year, they will they will control Paradise Island. So Paradise basically Island. the Tibers are going to announce, we're going we're going to send people to Paradise Island and get the Founding Titan back, is basically what he's saying, right? Yes. Okay. And the fate of Marley and Eldians rely on this plan, so they're really going to hope that it works. <laughs> it's almost a do or die situation. If they fail, it's over. And that's, I mean, Zeke is straight up saying that. Like, we saw that earlier with Maggot, where Maggot's like, oh, so in a year you're going to retake the island? And he was like, well, I'm going to try. He's like, Like, I've only got a year left, so. (laughs) Uh, So we pan over to a dark room of guys listening to the conversation. So this is, I guess, the Marley and Brass that we were kind of talking about. They're kind of spying, right? Hey, guys, turn on a light. What They're are spies, bro? They what can't are we, have lights. On. What are we doing? This is like they're hearing this from five rooms over, but it's uh, it's like you ever drive and you got the music turned up real loud, and then it starts pouring rain, and you turn the music down as if that's gonna make you like yeah. drive better, see better. Let me <laughs> turn like, this down so I can see better. <laughs> it's like well, we gotta really listen to this. Turn the lights off. So uh, they talk about how Galliard has some complaints, but he always gets the job done, so I guess they're not too worried about that. But Maggot is worried about that one line of Zeke's, is what he said. And I kind of missed this, because obviously I wasn't immersed into the episode. But you... Yeah, I was swimming in it. So. You at this point were full pants off, swinging dick, immersed into the episode. Oh, yeah. So go ahead and I was breaststroking. Uh, so basically the first line of what Zeke said is, you know... It's just us in this room. I think what he's saying is 
So here, my question to you was at this point, does Zeke know they're listening or not? So. Go and give me your take. This is my take right here. I think Zeke knows they're listening, so he's not maybe going into full detail. He doesn't tell any of the others that he knows they're listening. He only lets himself know that they, he knows they're listening, if that makes sense. It's like a triple switch. Yeah, it's a triple switch. I think this <laughs> Zeke to me is a genius in my I think he Okay. The fact that he has kept secret about having royal blood to right. anyone shows how smart this guy it, is. It really does show like another level of intelligence because as we know, he's all in on this Marlian thing, but yet he still has the wherewithal to not reveal all the information he knows. Yeah, th- this guy's a genius. So yeah. I think he knows that they're listening. But he doesn't let anyone else know, and he's not giving away too much information to where Marley, while they're listening, they're like, oh, fuck, we got to infiltrate, like, we got to run up on them. They know too much or whatever. Yeah. So I I just think he's a smart guy, and he's playing his cards close. Yeah, I thought that was all super interesting and obviously setting up for the rest of the season. So we cut to a scene where Reiner is standing and watching Gabby and Falco spar this was like throwback for me of Annie kicking Aaron and Reiner's ass. Yep. And so just like that, Gabby totally is, has the upper hand here, throws Falco on his ass. She just doesn't straddle him like Annie did. Right. <laughs> and Reiner's kind of watching, but he's not really paying attention because in his mind, he's just asking himself if he's, if he's really going back to that island. And end of episode. Wow. I Great episode, a lot of information, a lot of information. Yeah, I'm digging being over here with the Marlians and the Warriors and stuff like that. I, I wouldn't mind a few more episodes without our main characters, to be honest. Yeah, I, I don't even know what to expect. I kind of said last episode I thought we'd get back to the group. But once we, again, didn't see them at all, I'm just like letting the waves crash over me. We'll see. Obviously, we got to have this VIP party at Liberio, but with the Tibers, I, that's really what I'm most intrigued about. I yeah. want to see what's going on with them. You know, maybe when they declare that they're going over to, you know, Paradise, Paradise. Do they pronounce it Paradise or Paradise? It's wanted to ask. Usually, you you're on this one, man. If you got a sp- certain way that you guys prefer us to say it, send us an email because I really don't care. At the Podcast Chronicles at gmail.com. Nailed it, Chad. And then as far as the feedback and stuff like that, like we said, we got a bunch of new listeners. Please let us know you're listening. We love to hear from you guys. We, uh, As of right now, we definitely respond to everyone we get feedback from just to say, you know, thanks for listening. As far as feedback goes, I had said last week that uh, we could see what kind of feedback we got and maybe we'd do like a little episode before this one to just answer questions or mm-hmm. predictions. We didn't get enough for that this week. And uh, that's fine. Either way is fine. We actually got more feedback saying that they enjoy Paris said he enjoyed how quickly we got the episode out. And our view count was up more than ever. Well, I mean, we don't have to talk about view counts. We have to talk about this. We are swimming in (laughs) it. We are fully immersed in our view count. Yeah, baby. Oh, I did want to talk about this. This is a quick little mention here. Yeah, yeah. January 3rd. Okay, so that's in... Okay, we're on the 13th. Yes, it's in January. To 2021, yeah. Is that three weeks or two weeks from now? That is. Help me with my mouth. I'll, math, Ronnie. See, so you got a mouth. laptop That's now. Disgusting. You don't have that notebook paper. So if you were a good host and you were well, used to this laptop, you could pull up the calendar and do a little look. See I'll for let yourself. you do that because you know how to work computers. Right. Better than I. It, that is three weeks away. 
Okay, three weeks away, there will not be an episode airing. I wanted to let you know that. I saw an article that said that they're giving their animators a break and it's a week off. So we could replace that, you know, that Sunday we could do a different type of episode. So, okay, that's kind of interesting, yeah. So, huh. I just thought I'd go ahead. What day did you say it was? January the 3rd. Okay. Yeah, so that would mean that we have two more episodes before that. Right. All right. Uh, Did you have anything else you wanted to say? Love you guys. Yeah, if you do like what you're doing, or if you do like what we're doing, you can go and try and negate that uh, really nice two star review we got. Give us you know Multi-star. five stars. But we're also not begging you to do it, even though this might come off as we're begging you to do it. Yeah, and I mean, if you have a comment like that, you know, if you want to make that review, do it. We're not telling you not to. But also send us an email and tell us how shitty we are. Okay, so basically everything I just said. Yeah, but you didn't say the tell us how shitty we are part. Yeah, for some reason you always want... Actually, you know what? I was getting ready to go in on you. I'm not. If you're going to leave us a one, two-star review, don't hide behind the stars. Email us and we'll have a talk about it, all right? Or the star. Huh? I said, or the star. Not You said stars, but I mean, you can leave a star if well, you Well, they're ha- hiding behind the stars. Okay. Uh, Email us. We'll talk to you about it. Well, you can tell us exactly why we're so shitty, and we can yep. tell you why we think you're wrong. And we're on Spotify. Or we're why on we Stitcher. Agree. We're on Apple. They're listening to it, so you don't need to tell them that. And YouTube. We're finally uploading back to YouTube. So smash that like button. God, we got smash more viewers. That sub we're just becoming whores. Usually, we don't stretch this part out too long. And please donate. This to podcast us. has been going on so long. Don't donate Vindo to us. At the for podcast some reason, Chronicles. Chaz always says that we're done. Thank you. We'll see you next week. I've been Ronnie. Love you guys. I've been Chazzy. Peace. Peace. Hate when you call yourself Chazzy.